0: Welcome back, guys, to the Creative Encounter Podcast. I'm your host, Jewett Payne, and I'm so excited to have you guys back here. Hey, this is episode six. We are moving. This is so cool that you are here with us. Super excited. So want to let you guys know we are on multiple platforms, and we'll make sure you go to each one and give us a like and a subscribe and all of that. So if you go on YouTube and you're watching here, Welcome, thank you for being here. Uh, But on YouTube, please subscribe. We would love for you guys to do that. If you go on Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to leave us a review. And on Spotify, give us a rating as well. That helps us to reach so many more people with this podcast. But today, we have a very special guest. My homie from over 10 plus years, (laughs) Tiffany Daniels Newley Hudson. How you doing? Hey, Jew,
1: I'm doing good. Good. So Good to see you.
0: Good to see you
1: too.
0: Yeah, so we're going to start right there. How you are now Hudson. Yeah. This is crazy. It's going to take me a while to, to st- say this because i still be saying Tiffany Daniels. So this is yeah. my girl. You Tiffany know.
1: Daniels Hudson. Hudson. Now. Hudson yeah. now.
0: So you just got married this year. Congratulations. I did. Yeah. How's that been? You.
1: It's been great. So yeah. we got married in March. Yeah. Uh, marriage has been beautiful. I feel like I've learned a lot yeah. about myself, yeah. a lot about my husband. Mm-hmm. And it's so much better just having a partner yeah. to do life with. Man. Yeah,
0: That's so dope. I love it. And then it's like when it's like your best friend. Like, yeah. It's so cool because like when I'm with Gabby. You know, I usually hang out with the guys and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, now it's at the point where you just fall more in love. He's like, you understand our jokes? so like, you're saying <laughs> the same jokes that we yeah. said? So that's when that's he's like, oh, this this person's perfect, you know? Oh, I love yeah. it. But, man, that's awesome. So now we, again, Tiff and I have been friends for a long time. Yeah. And we were at church together back at New Life Community Church, the Tri-Taylor location. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was crazy how I even started there because I was going to UIC. So that's by UIC here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Pastor Danny, he used to be my youth pastor when I was super young, right? Hit me up. It's like, hey, I need someone to just come and play bass this Sunday. Oh, nice. Yeah, and yeah. I googled it, and it was like literally walking yeah. distance down the street it's from where close. I lived. So that's why I started fellowshipping there every week. And then Tiffany rolls in. I was just like, man, this girl can sing. This girl has a heart <laughs> for God, a heart for worship. But I don't think we ever got into like the inception of that. Like, where did it all start? Yeah. As far as you just. Just loving worship, you
1: know? Yeah. So, I mean, I grew up, like, in a Christian home. My dad mm-hmm. loves music, yeah. so he introduced me to so many artists, yeah. uh, like Grits, yeah, Christian yeah. Hip-Hop, yeah. Out of Eden, uh, Chris Tomlin, yeah. and then we would listen to, like, Kirk Franklin. Mm-hmm. So it was like a blend of everything. Yeah. had a little hip-hop, worship, gospel. Um, and then I grew up going to church uh, at St. Luke Church of God mm-hmm. in Christ, which is like a Pentecostal church yep. on the north side. Um, and I was there probably since I was a baby yeah. um, up until maybe like 15 Mm-hmm. And so I joined the youth choir there, and uh, that's where I really got, like, my influence yeah. as a singer, as a worship leader, because my youth leaders would really, like, pour into mm-hmm. us. And so I grew up under uh, Jason Shepherd mm-hmm. and Ryan Booker. They yeah. were my music directors, and they, like, they really invested wow. in us, like, just as young people who were hungry, who mm-hmm. liked to write songs, they would mm-hmm. let us direct, they would let us lead, um, they would, like, do different arrangements with the music at that time and like our youth choir was like it was really, really good, yeah, and it. so from there, I really got my love for for like worship, but even just for music and like arranging things. Yeah. I think it really came from there. And then fast forward to like freshman sophomore year of high school, mm-hmm. we started going to New Life uh, oh, yeah. midway. Okay, and for me, that was like it was like a culture shock, oh, yeah. going from like a Pentecostal church uh, to like <laughs> New Life. Um, but it was it was cool. So mm-hmm. I like joined the uh, youth group there and it was all kids like playing Mm -hmm. instruments Mm -hmm. so I was missing like the rhythm and like what happened (laughs) there's no key changes (laughs) um but like I was just like passionate like I want to learn how to play keys Mm -hmm. so that I could contribute um so in high school I started learning how to play keys and then I started playing in the youth band and singing and then eventually leading Mm -hmm. and then maybe by like The time I was 18 or 19, we started coming to Try Taylor. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's
0: awesome. Now, I remember, didn't you come... Were you out of state? Yeah. Because I remember when you first came... When you first came, uh, your siblings were there. Mm-hmm. And then you came along later. I was like, oh, I didn't even know you guys had another yeah. you know, daughter. Yeah. And they say you were at some uh, programs. Yes. yes. So I
1: was in Texas. Um, I went to Texas right after high school and joined this ministry called uh, Team Mania Ministries. Oh, that's cool. And they had like a school of worship. So I was a part of that for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and my family had already transitioned to go to Tri-Taylor. Okay. So I was down there for a year. And then when I came back, it was like my youth pastor was gone. Of Florida, yeah. and my family was at another church, so I just decided yeah. to come with them. Wow, yeah. there
0: we go. That's so cool. That's yeah. awesome. Now, you said something that sparked interest. Uh, you said, back when you were in youth ministry... You guys were, like, writing songs?
1: Yeah, so my choir director, um, he's an artist. And Mm -hmm. he was an artist at that time. And so he, I remember one rehearsal, he was like, you know, guys, I want you guys to start stepping up and doing more. And he's like, you know, um, who writes songs? And Mm. everybody's like, Tiffany, Tiffany does. Because I used to have this book. I still have it, actually, to this day. I used to have this book. That I would just like write poems wow. and like write songs, and, and I'd be listening to Switchfoot and Saint This yeah. Real yeah. and like all these people that I would just write like all my emotions out. How old were you? That was how old was I? Mm-hmm. I had to be like ooh, maybe like fifteen, because I think we started going a new life mm-hmm. when I was like fifteen or sixteen, so wow. maybe like fourteen or fifteen. That's so
0: cool. Yeah, wow. yeah. That's so dope. I love that because. That's something that I struggle with, (laughs) like leading worship Mm -hmm. you know, at different churches and things like that, is I'm a songwriter, Mm -hmm. so I don't always want to keep doing cover songs a lot. You know, wherever I'm at, I would love to have that dynamic to be like, yo, let's write something fresh. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm always thinking about. Or, you know, whatever season that church is in specifically, Mm, it's nice to kind of write some new songs. And so that's something that's big for me, is like the whole songwriting. So to hear that someone... Was giving you guys permission and access to do yeah. that at such a young age. That makes me so excited. And I feel like that was already propelling you into like your next Absolutely. season. Absolutely. Yeah. Like
1: looking back on that season, there was so much that I learned mm-hmm. there and like from my leaders that now I'm like utilizing, mm-hmm. you know, like 15, 16 years yeah. later. And I feel like God knows. Uh, like, what he's called you Mm -hmm. to do. He's going to prepare you Mm -hmm. for that, like, early. It's not going to be, like, a surprise. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, like, all these tools and Mm -hmm. skills that you're developing. You're going to see it later, you know? Yeah. That's
0: so good. I love that so much. Wow. Okay, so you... Kind of do the same thing. So you you lead worship on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So are you worship leader or director? How yeah. Would you call it? So
1: I'm considered uh, the worship di- director. Director. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so basically, like I train other worship leaders. So now at now I go to New Life Midway. Mm-hmm. I've been there for ooh maybe like four or five years because okay. we kind of went to a few different locations and mm-hmm. then I came back to Midway. Um, and so I train and develop worship leaders and develop the team, Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, do all the behind the scenes stuff, but I lead, you know, we have a rotation schedule, so I lead every so often as well. That's
0: awesome. So with that, how do you balance, um, just, just juggling all of it, you know what I'm saying? Like you're a songwriter and with that, there's this whole thing of like, Hey, you know, I want to, you know, push my music out. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like God has put these songs in my heart to minister to others um, and not necessarily just in a small realm. Sometimes we be like, man, at a larger scale, we want this to be a song that's really reaching the church yeah. at large. And how do you balance that with leading in the church? Cause that's something, again, with me, I, that's something I, I would want to really talk to you about too, because for me, that's difficult. Cause I'm more so like, mm-hmm. I like to be free on Sundays if like I'm performing somewhere, mm-hmm. you know? but I know you're kind of, you're locked into your position. Yeah. So how do you, How do you juggle all of that, you know?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I'm a full-time teacher. Mm -hmm. I teach social Mm -hmm. studies aside from everything else. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I have those breaks where, Mm -hmm. like, summer break is, like, three months. Winter break is, like, a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, So most of my music that I've, like, put out... Mm I worked on it during the summer and maybe, yeah. like, released it later. And yeah. so, like, that summertime is really, like, the time where I can really take time to, like, write, to mm-hmm. think, to focus, to create. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, like, I have all this free time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like utilizing that time um, is ideal for me. And then, like, doing other things, there's a little bit of flexibility now because we have um, other worship leaders mm-hmm. to lead. And it's go. not just me. There you go. Um, but I feel like, you know, I I think there's just been different seasons. There's Mm -hmm. been seasons where I'm just focused on church and Mm -hmm. focused on my role there and what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And then other seasons where I feel like God is speaking Mm -hmm. and I want to write, I want to create. And so it's not like, um, I think like artistry Mm -hmm. is, is not like, um, at the, center mm-hmm. of things that I do. Like it's mm-hmm. not my main focus, yeah. but it's like something that I really enjoy yeah. that I've been able to kind of encompass yeah. with other things. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So it's all about just finding those pockets of time where you can mm-hmm. actually execute what you're like passionate about. Yeah. Like that. Okay. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Cause I think something you just said right now was like the church that I was most recently leaning at, mm-hmm. it was pretty much just me. Yeah. And that's sort where of the struggle was. I didn't have, a team. So you're like, you know, you're trying to be helpful at these different locations and stuff. You know, God wants us to really be supportive in that way, but it can take a, it can take a strain on you when it's just you and it's small and you're trying to build something, but it's nice that you have somewhere you can rotate. Just pretty much just any dynamic. Mm -hmm. Like you see that in scripture all the time. Like when you have a team and you're delegating, being able to delegate, that's what takes the pressure off.
1: Yeah. You know, so,
0: so yes, I like that. I want, I want to implement, I want to pay attention to something you said as far as just paying attention to different seasons Because I can kind of see, like, oh, there are some seasons where I'm kind of resting now. And use that to kind of work on this. That's really good. Yeah,
1: And I think, like, through those different seasons, God will, like, Mm -hmm. teach you stuff. Because it was actually a while since I had uh, really written and released Mm -hmm. music. And I was, like, going through a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, dealing with a Mm -hmm. whole lot. And I feel like out of that came these Mm -hmm. songs, right? So I feel like sometimes you might just have to, like... Focus on marriage or Mm -hmm. focus on your relationships or Mm -hmm. focus on yourself, you know, and then God will use that time and those things to bring that creativity out of you, you know. And I think in this society and culture we live in, it's like, I got to be doing something. I got to release a song. I got to release a single. I got to do this. I got to do that. And, like, sometimes God is just like, be still. Mm -hmm. Know that I'm God yeah. and I got you. Yeah. You you ain't gotta be you know bouncing around all the time. Man. Yeah,
0: that's so true. And it's so tricky though with our industry when you're seeing, you know, singles and EPs and mm-hmm. albums and stuff just dropping like every other month or right. every year and stuff. So you, yeah. it's it's this whole thing of just like, man, how do you, how do you stay you know afloat? How do you stay in that you know arena? You know, essentially and stuff. So, but yeah, but it is very healthy to pay attention to. This is just a season of life. It's like when I'm... Um, like, I, uh, I'm going to do a specific podcast episode on this, but just, like, a little bit. is like, when we had our first child, mm-hmm. it was, even with that, I was still, like, going quickly, knocking stuff out. Yeah. It was, like, after the second one, when stuff started getting really tricky of, like, balancing okay. and juggling everything, you know? And I noticed, I was, like, wow, like, I've never, because I've always, like, oh, I have an idea, I'm going to execute it. I have an idea, I'm going to execute it, you know? Yeah. And that was the first time I was, like, slowing down. I was, like, yo, what is this? Like mm-hmm. it, was, it was frustrating, you know? Um, but now looking back, I can see, like, Hey, all this was needed because I was working on building all these other things and stuff. So like you said, it's like whatever season you're in, just like chill. God's like, because he has our best interests, Mm -hmm. you know, at heart, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I always think about like, if we didn't have social media and Mm. like the algorithm, what would life look like? Honestly, you know, like as an artist, would you even feel that pressure? pressure That's so true would you even feel it, you know? And I think about that a lot because I'm like, well, you know, I'm releasing this new music. I got to market. I got to do this. Mm -hmm. I got to do that. And I always try to think like before there was social media, before there was like the Spotify algorithm, Mm -hmm. before there was like all this other stuff, Mm -hmm. how did artists release music, you know? And of course, you got to like Look at the times and adjust and adapt yeah. to those, but mm-hmm. I think there's also beauty in like just following God and mm-hmm. letting him guide you through yeah. that process too. Man. Yeah. That's so good. Girl, yeah, preaching. <laughs> I'm like, no. Bye, like, That's so
0: good. Snap. Oh wow. Okay. I love that. That's crazy. Okay, yeah, because that really because I mean, I'm telling you I got stuff that I'm sitting on.
1: I'm sure. It's like,
0: it's literally recorded. Mm -hmm. It just has to be completed. And so it's just been a minute. Yeah. Man, I really want to get to this. But it also like, it's been stuff I've been eliminating to really Mm -hmm. get sharp focus, which we talked about a little bit before we started recording stuff. I'm trying to eliminate to really get laser focus on. These are the key things that I need to be doing right Mm -hmm. now. And that's helping too, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: But, uh, okay. So you have released music Mm -hmm. over the years. So tell me a little bit about like the evolution. Cause you know, as time has passed, you know, different records can sound different. Just experiences like you mentioned can Mm -hmm. make the next song sound like something brand new and fresh. So tell me about like, and then also, and I'm tying this together. I know it's a few questions, but I'm tying it with, again, both of us coming from that Pentecostal background. Yeah. Now kind of like the whole more... um,
1: CCM. Yeah,
0: CCM type Mm -hmm. of... But then with that, it can create this whole new type of sound too. Mm -hmm. So like, how has that mixed in line with how your album and music has evolved too?
1: Yeah. So the first album i recorded uh (laughs) joyful and hope Mm -hmm. that was 2017 and uh gabe lopez Mm -hmm. uh gabe is a good friend of ours Mm -hmm. uh we literally sat in his living room and recorded that album so like for us it was an experiment like he was learning stuff i was learning stuff i had never done anything like that Mm -hmm. before and it was just like getting our feet wet. So Mm -hmm. I had written these songs and I think I had written some songs in the Mm -hmm. process and we were just creating. Mm -hmm. Like, that was just fun, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think from there, like... Listening to it, there were things that I'm like, okay, I want to do this. I want to do that. Mm -hmm. And you also learn yourself as a person, as an artist. uh, You grow. You Mm -hmm. know? I was young, and and I was, like, sick that whole summer that we recorded. I had, like, bad allergies. And literally, God walked me through that whole, like, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer, like, the whole entire summer that that was recorded.
0: He had you living through the the Living through the scripture. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And um I feel like from there like I took some notes of what I wanted to do and with me I feel like music it kind of goes in waves like whatever music I'm feeling at the time mm-hmm. I'm probably going to incorporate in the music that I do. Gosh. And so like the next project above all else that mm-hmm. was 2018 yeah. I Really wanted to incorporate like some gospel feel to it, Mm -hmm. so I had like background singers. That's actually Mm -hmm. how I met, um, well, how Marquise and I connected my husband. Yeah, that's a whole nother story for another podcast. We're
0: gonna have her back for another episode, yeah, on marriage. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yep,
1: but we connected, and then I wanted like that gospel undertones to it, and so like. That was like the theme of that. And then uh, the singles I released last mm-hmm. year, I was really feeling pop music a mm-hmm. lot. And and like my voice as a singer, I feel like mm-hmm. you get the soul of gospel, yeah. but like the brightness and the power of like pop music. Okay, yeah. And then yeah. like, I'm not a runner, so it's like CCM. Okay. So okay. it's like all like, that yeah. together. We go, we go. It's all go that ahead. together. Yeah. And I was like, you know, um, I want to like have a pop. Kind of song. So mm-hmm. that's what get ready is. Mm-hmm. And then Enough is more of a worship song, mm-hmm. but like finding the people you want to work with mm-hmm. on different things. Cause like you're a producer. Mm-hmm. You can come up with like all this other, you know, all this different stuff mm-hmm. for your music. For me, I can play keys and like come up with a general sound direction mm-hmm. that I want to go, you know. But, like, I need, like, a producer that will bring that vision to life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I connected with this guy, like, in Alabama. His name is uh, Andrew Sharp. And I connected with him on uh, Get Ready and Enough. During COVID, uh, I posted, like, a... A thing to Upwork, Mm -hmm. which is like a website for freelancers. Mm -hmm. Um, And Andrew sent me a demo reel of like his music and stuff that he's worked on. I loved it. It was like the direction I was going in. Um, And so I sent him my stuff and we've been working together. And I worked with him on most of the songs Mm -hmm. on this upcoming record. Mm -hmm. But I feel like um, this upcoming EP Mm -hmm. has a little bit of gospel, Mm -hmm. it has like acoustic, it has a little. I want to say R&B, but I'm going to say that loosely because my husband is an R&B singer, but the song that I wrote has like, I was thinking of him when I wrote it okay, okay. and like all his harmonies and how he arranges stuff. Mm. So when I wrote that one, I was thinking of him. And so I feel like mm. my music just evolves in, in waves. Mm-hmm. It's what I'm going through. It's mm-hmm. what I'm feeling. It's what I'm listening to. um, And kind of what I w- want to bring to life at that moment in time. Yeah. And like, I had to be okay as an artist with being like, my sound does not have to be the same on every mm-hmm. project. Like, mm-hmm. you're gonna get me, but you're also gonna get what I'm feeling at that yeah. time. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's true. Yeah, because, um, Listening to different records and stuff at times, you can be like, Oh, even, even artists we listen to, you're like, Oh, this this album's completely different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, than that first yeah. one that we truly loved, mm-hmm. you know. But then if you keep listening to it for a while, you start being like, Oh, this is actually really dope. Yeah. We're just kinda stuck in our ways sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, we want it to be like this. But they're evolving too, and just giving each other that room to do so yeah. and give and you know, grace in ourselves too, because all of our circumstances and seasons should tie into our sound, yeah. you know. That's what we're expressing to the world, and we're expressing what we've been through and different things like Absolutely. that. Absolutely, know? I love it. What's uh, what's the name of the upcoming project?
1: It's called Forever.
0: Forever, yeah. Nice.
1: And so I wrote the title like after. I might have been on the last song and I was like how do all these songs work together? Mm-hmm. And really the theme behind it is that uh we get to worship God forever mm-hmm. and that he is always constant. And so like a lot of the songs have to deal with like eternity mm-hmm. and life after death and mm-hmm. what that experience will be like. It's like this life is only temporary, yeah. but we get to experience um glory in mm-hmm. heaven mm-hmm. with him. And, like, one thing that kind of, there's a few things that inspired that title, mm. but um, my great grandma passed away mm. uh, this July. Oh. And that was the first time that I had seen, mm. like, the process of death, like, kind of watched her, mm. you know, kind of pass. Mm. And it was, it was it was a lot mm-hmm. i'm be honest mm-hmm. it was a lot to watch mm-hmm. but just thinking about like she lived this long life you know she knew the lord and like she is now present, Mm. you know, with Christ. And like one day we'll all be present Mm. with him. And Mm. like the life we live is hard. We go through ups and downs. We go through trials. We have exciting times, Mm. joyful times, but like we're anticipating, Mm -hmm. you know, spending time with God forever. We get to worship him forever. So like what we do, we write, we sing, we play. Like that's something that we get to do in heaven like for the rest of our lives. And so I really wanted the songs on this project to encompass that and for people to have hope, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Man, that's beautiful. I love that so much. And you're going to be performing... at the next Creative Encounter. I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah. So from the the timing of the recording of this episode right now, uh, this upcoming week is going to be uh, November 19th. Mm -hmm. Tiffany will be performing at the next Creative Encounter. She'll be doing originals. If you guys know Creative Encounter is all about, I love people to come out and do original music. Like covers are cool and all that, but I want you to be able to to show us what God has been putting on your heart. So she's going to be performing some of the songs. They're going to be doing some of the oldies, uh, some of the new stuff or mix it. We're going to do
1: a little mix. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to bring out some of the new ones yeah. and we're gonna do a uh, kind of stripped down yeah. and acoustic set which mm-hmm. will be really fun Man, yeah gonna
0: be a great time I'm excited I can't wait that's cool so listen guys so Creative Encounter it's a free event so you come out. We do ask as it is a ministry. You donate to the, uh, to the night. That would be amazing. We want to be able to keep this going every month in the podcast and everything that we do. But this is free. So you guys come on out and have yeah. a great time. Here's come some amazing through. music. We're going to have a guest speaker. Um, just a great type of fellowship. It's going to be an awesome time. Yeah. Now, Tiffany, I want to make sure, is there anything specifically that you want to promote or talk about? I want to make yeah. sure while we have all y'all here. All the links and everything you need will be down in the yeah. description. All that, but what else are we going to try sure. to push out to these people? So,
1: uh, my singles that came out last mm-hmm. year are out. Yeah. Get ready and enough. You mm-hmm. can stream them on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere. Yeah. Um, and then the Forever EP is coming out in January. Yeah, yeah. That's what gonna so stay hard. tuned for that. I can't
0: wait. You yeah. know what was that? It was what was the one where you in that really pretty dressing on the street.
1: That was above all else. Above all yeah. else,
0: I was. I I, I think. I was the first person to purchase that. Oh, my goodness. I, like, wow. I, remember, I remember you were promoting it, yeah. and then I had bought it, and I think I had texted you. I don't even remember if I texted you, I was like, uh, I just got it or something like that. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe her mama and them probably got it oh first. Oh, my but, gosh. But I'm just going to believe the lie that I bought it first. <laughs>
1: Thanks so, for supporting me. Oh, yeah, you. of
0: course, of course. So, uh, January is when the new one forever is going to drop. So, yeah. you guys, make sure you guys cop that. It's going to be amazing. Man, this was good. Thank yeah. you so much for coming out. Thanks <laughs> for having me. Yeah, this was awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. So guys, the last thing I want to say is that again, Creative Encounter is a ministry, so please support. Uh, we will have the link if you guys want to support a one-time donation or if you want to be a monthly partner with it's under my ministry, Juette pain Music. This is the outreach component of that ministry. So really, we'd love for you guys to partner with what we're doing. And if you want to be a guest on here as well, make sure to message us. You can message me at juette at creativeencounter.org. But uh, yeah, once again, Tiffany Daniels Hudson is going to be there on November 19th. Can't wait. Gonna have a great time. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.